Hey everybody, welcome to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with your host, licensed Christian counselors, Dr. Kim and Naomi. Each episode, you will hear the truth of the Word of God in a relaxed, real, and authentic conversation that help you navigate the issues in life and help you stay in the lane God has for you. So grab your coffee and listen to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with Dr. Kim and Naomi. Hi, Naomi. <laughs> Hello. How oh are you? Oh my goodness, it's Friday. Yes, thank goodness. But Monday for the listeners. Yes. Right? Yeah. Monday for the listeners. Monday so don't get the... confused and think it's Friday. Yeah, it's not <laughs> Friday. It's actually Monday. Right. For you. <laughs> yes. And uh, how was your week? It flew by. Yeah. I had, I had a lot of sessions this week. Yeah, me As too. You did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which makes the week fly by. To I where know. It's before a you know it, we're sitting here and doing a podcast. Literally saying, what are we going to talk about? Right. Like we did this morning. Right. And then the Lord right just now. shows us. <clears throat> yeah, He's faithful. He is faithful. Yeah, because we, we literally came to the table just not even any ideas. Sometimes we have a general idea, thinking mm-hmm. about the week, you know, like what's come up a lot. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And uh, this time it's like, uh, I'm just all tapped out with yes. thinking, right? I know. When <laughs> Friday afternoon comes along, we are ready yeah. to settle into the weekend. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, because especially us, we have to find that balance. Mm-hmm. Our time is, man, This the weeks are just flying. Yeah. Especially in our own personal lives with our kids getting married. and Thinking of that, I'm going to go on a tangent here. Yeah. Because you know how God, it never used to always feel like that. So there must Busy. be. Busy? Well, like or time what? flies. Oh, yeah. So think about that. Yeah. Like is there ha- there's a purpose in everything. You know what? God this has is a purpose so in everything. funny because I had a friend text me last night. And the whole, our whole subject of, of the conversation was how time has flown by. Because in September, they'll be married eight years, and I was in their wedding. Um, and, you know, they've got two kids and two littles. And, you know, here, yeah. my Taylor's getting married. And she was like, my gosh, time has just flown but is it's there a reason by. for that? Like, think about it. Let's, because it, I don't remember, like, we didn't say that when we were little. You know what I mean? Like, I even in high had, school, I wasn't like, a, man, time flies by. No, time didn't fly by in high is school. Is it because we're getting older or is God really speeding up time is the question. Because a day to him is like a thousand years to us. Right. So is there something happening I don't know. One thing I do know, because I'm older than you, much wiser. Much older. Let me just just add, much wiser. And much older. (laughs) Much wiser. Much older. (laughs) Okay, we're going to do this back and forth. Yeah, probably. Wiser. Older. (laughs) Anyway, um, I think, yeah, as you get older, time seems to just... You think that's what it is? That's the answer? going by quickly for sure because i'm okay god wants to speed it up because the sooner he speeds it up sooner he comes yeah yeah right yeah absolutely 
yeah, question that makes you say, hmm. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, that's not why we're doing the podcast. It isn't. That's, that's not, not even, what God gave us. That's not even the topic. Right. I don't even know why we're there. God didn't tell us to talk about time. No. So we better be uh, obedient because yeah. um, we got to watch the time. Yes. And um, he was kind of just a few minutes ago, actually, just leading <laughs> us to two scriptures yeah, in yeah, Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. Because again, it's wonderful how the word comes alive. It is. At the right timing. And I know I've read every bit in the Bible, but then I came across this Jeremiah scripture. I'm like, wow, I don't remember reading that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that is so simple, but so profound. And yeah. it's Jeremiah 31, 17. Yeah, 31, 17. I had it highlighted. Um, and it says, there is hope in your future, says the Lord, that your children shall come back to their own border. And what that's talking about is um, there's hope of restoration and joy. Mm. I love that because can we go ahead and give the second scripture? Wait. Okay. I'll wait. This is exciting. Okay. Go <laughs> ahead. Because a lot of these words have been coming up this week. Um, joy and hope, mm-hmm. restoration, mm. people's future. Like I really yeah. feel like there's been a lot on people's mind about do I have hope for my future? Or what's what's the plan what's for my future? Yeah. What what's the purpose in my future? Mm. What you know? Am I going to have joy in the future? Because I, I don't have it right now. What does it look like in the unknown ahead of me? But you know, the Lord gives us that hope. And mm-hmm. you know, I did have a client or two this week where they're not they're not sure of the future. Mm-hmm. But as believers, we got to set our sight on Jesus. I mean, He is our hope. Right. He is our future. Yes. So, I mean, if we don't know, like, what is our job going to be or what, you know, what is uh, going to happen with, with a marriage or with family members or with health or mm-hmm. whatever, we don't know those answers sometimes. Mm-hmm. So we have to put our hope and trust in the yes. Lord. Yes. Because He cannot lie. And the Bible here we just read says, there is hope in your future. It doesn't say there may be. It says there is hope. So what are you putting your hope in is the question. Yeah, like are you putting your hope in your money in your bank account? Because let me tell you what, that could go away in a heartbeat. Right. It could be wiped out in a minute. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, are you putting your hope in your spouse? Yeah, you shouldn't. Are you putting all your hope in your children? You shouldn't. What about your job? Definitely you shouldn't. Or your health. Definitely not you shouldn't. Right. The one thing that's sure is Jesus Christ. Yeah, and a relationship with Him. Right. And He is going to restore all things. Yes. And here's the thing. It may not be on this earth that right. He restores. I was just telling another client that yeah. too. Mate, you're, the restoration God gives may not look like what you think it's going to look like right absolutely i mean he is our redeemer Mm -hmm. he can redeem all things but we have to go back to 
to what we know is true and that mm -hmm. is it may not be in our timing yeah but it's in God's timing it may not be here on this earth it may be when we are called home mm -hmm. that he restores or he redeems mm -hmm. now that's where we could also I believe put our hope in him that if something is not okay here that he again the word says he turns ashes into beauty yeah. he can redeem things on this earth right so and you know just speaking of that he may he may give he may restore you but may, may not restore a relationship the way you want it to look like. That's right. But he can give you restoration and peace mm -hmm. and closure yes. within yourself, yes. even if that doesn't mean being in relationship with someone, mm -hmm. which is huge. Because see, in, in our fleshly minds, we think restoration is coming back together, right? but it may not. It, it may, may be, not be. be still be separate but you have restoration and peace with it. Yeah. Um, because yes. see, God knows the other person's heart mm -hmm. and he knows your heart in the details. And like we always say, you have to do your part so the Lord yeah. can do his part. So if the other person isn't seeking restoration with God, because we all sin against God, when we yeah. sin against each other, yeah. we're sinning against God Yes, first. we are. Yes, so we are. if you're not looking for that restoration, that other person, they may not find that peace and restoration in their own life. Therefore, they can't come together with you that has peace and restoration. Well, and also we've talked about this before that, you know, God is a God of relationships. Mm -hmm. And I mean, in a, in a perfect Eden type of world, uh, we would have relationship with everyone. Mm -hmm. But the problem is, is we live in a broken world. Mm -hmm. And sometimes those relations cannot, relationships cannot be restored. Right. For good reasons. Mm -hmm. So. And this is where you put your trust in God. Yes. This is where you say, I'm not in control. Mm hmm God's in control. I just said this is somebody like not even an hour ago. <laughs> I know. And it's in his timing. Yeah. You just have to do your own part. Yeah. You're not the savior. I tell people that all the time because they mm -hmm. want to fix. Yeah. Like they're like, if I could just fix this relationship. That's another topic that came up this week. Maybe we should do in a, my a podcast on that one. I'm fixing. Yeah. Because I, I, I told a client a very profound statement, which is enabling is when you care about the other person's problem more, more than, than they, they do. do. Yeah. That was an eye opener. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, and you know, I just got done and again, we're going to have to have like podcasts on these, but uh, a client of mine, we were kind of joking, but it's in all seriousness, um, you know, that three statements okay number one not my problem hmm. because we were talking about how yeah. somebody second statement was uh, uh, was trying to make their crisis her emergency Ugh. right no other mm. people's crisis are not our emergency that's where we've got to put down some boundary yeah um, 
Yeah, we were yeah. just talking about all of these things and, you know, fixing and, and not being the Savior. We're not called to be the Savior right. That's a of big no anybody. It's no. a big no-no. You're taking God's place, His rightful place, and trying to be the Savior. It never works. It doesn't. Does it? And, and never the, works. No. I mean, because, again, people shouldn't put their hope in us. Right. Absolutely. In people. Right. You have to put your hope in the Lord. Yes. And you have to put all of your trust in the Lord because he knows us better than we do. Right. So when other people try to manipulate and control situations and want other people to be their savior, their rescuer, I mean, you know, we got to use those those statements. We got to have those boundaries of right. not my problem. Like you got to figure it out and you got to want it more than I want it for you. Yes. Yes. And even as counselors, we have to definitely state that too. That we're we're don't look at us as your hope. Yeah, this is why we keep we you and I, not every counselor, but right, we direct people back to Jesus because He's your hope. We may be here to help you with facilitate tools it and to to guide you. Yeah, but we're, we're not. Yeah, don't put your, your don't put your stock in us. Right, we're people. Yes, we're human. And we're we human, sin also and, and absolutely. And listen, I mean, we are in our Bibles all the time, but we don't know it all. Right, we absolutely. don't. And I mean, this I'm is why we have we each other. Learning. It's exciting when you keep learning something new. Can you yeah. imagine getting to a point where you're like, eh, I already knew that. I already knew that. That's that that would be boring. Um, yes. And I always tell the Lord, like, when I am in my quiet time, it's it's like he gives me the material su to sustain me to be a counselor throughout the week. Absolutely. Honestly, I, we, we get our material from, from going God's to the Word. From God's Word. Which is what we want our counsel our counselees to do, is mm -hmm. to go to do God's go Word. To God. Yeah. Because to, to get your hope and to sustain you. Well, and we, we have said this like a million times, like our clients... They're not supposed to be with us for a lifetime. Right. They're right. just not. I right. mean, and if anybody's out there who has a counselor right. that, you know, you've had for decades, right. you should uh -oh. probably revisit that. Yeah, and say, what am I putting my hope in? Yeah, what are you putting the hope in? Hope and restoration. Because if right. we go to, can we give the yes. other scripture now? Jeremiah Twenty nine eleven. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. So, what is this telling us? This is telling us that the Lord is the one that is giving you a future and a hope. Mm -hmm. Well, He has a plan for you. And why would you not want to be toward or close to someone that has thoughts of peace? For you thoughts of good towards us that holds the key to future and a hope I mean God all he's calling us to do is to know him well mm -hmm. when you know the Lord well you will know how to walk in his will for your life absolutely and can I read this thing that's in our Bible which mm -hmm. I think is really good it's how God thinks about you it says, we live in a world where everyone has an opinion. A person can do something and 10 different individuals will have 10 different opinions about what that individual has done. 
It is easy to become overwhelmed by what people think about us. And when we make decisions based on how many people think positively about us, rarely do we reap a positive return. Instead, we are wise to make life's most important decisions by considering how God thinks about us. God always believes the very best about us. He sees us as righteous in Christ and he thinks about us with nothing but unconditional, unlimited love. Basing our decisions on how God thinks about us often leads to a dramatically different outcome. Mm. This is why we have to put our trust and our hope in him. Yeah, and, and even if we keep reading further, it tells you how we can do that. Like if we keep reading in verse 12, mm -hmm. it says, Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me, and I will listen to you. And you will seek me and find me mm. when you search for me with all your heart. Yeah. I will be found by you, says the Lord, and I will bring you back from your captivity. Mm. So keep going because okay. the rest is good. I will gather you from all the nations and from all the places where I have driven you, says the Lord, and I will bring you to the place from which I cause you to be carried away captive. Wow. And it keeps talking about, you know, this was in Babylonian times. Mm -hmm. But just those key things is that we have to do something. We have to seek God with all our heart is the key. That is right? the key. It is because God doesn't want a part of a, our heart. He wants all of our heart. Right. So right. when when I hear clients saying, oh, I just don't hear from the Lord. I just don't, you know, I've tried. But have you wholeheartedly? Yeah. You know, have because God again, He cannot lie. Mm -hmm. It says here that if you seek Me with all your heart, you'll find Me. So, it's not God has not failed. It's not something that God has done wrong or is keeping Himself from us. We have to look inward. Yeah, are we wholeheartedly? Have we put all our hope in Him? Have we trusted Him fully? Right. Are we seeking Him wholeheartedly? Or are we just doing it to check off a box mm -hmm. or because? We know it's the right thing to do, but we really don't want to do it. Yeah. You got to do a heart check. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Um, another uh, kingdom dynamic in our Bible says throughout Scripture, we find repeated references to God's people seeking after Him. Mm. Implied in these passages is a quest for God that includes a level of intensity beyond what might be termed ordinary prayer the word search along with the phrase with all your heart suggests an earnestness that borders on mm. desperation wow we need to be desperate for god right. right the words the word search suggests a following after or close pursuit of a desired objective it also implies a diligence in the searching process. In wow. 2 Chronicles 15.2, Azariah promises the Lord will be with his people if they seek after him. Another indicator of God's emphasis on intensity and diligence in prayer. Wow. Yeah. So searching means follow after or a close pursuit mm. of Jesus. So. Mm. 
you really need to ask yourself those profound questions. Am I seeking after the Lord with diligence? Am I desperate to have him in my life? Yeah. Wow. And if you're going through something, you know, really hard, are you are you seeking after are you seeking answers from the Lord? Yeah. First, first. Mhm. Or where are you going? Yeah, where is where is God on your spectrum? Where is God on your Like he should be your governor. You know, where you where you govern your decisions, where you govern what it is that you're going to do. Like he should be your first. Yeah. Like do you, do you go to your, your spouse or your friend or your job or your coworker first about your problem or your mom or dad? Even you children, are you are you seeking God's guidance and answers and his hope first? Yeah, because he's the one that has the big hope and plan for right, your life. Right, exactly. That's what it, that what we just read that he's the one that gives you a future and a hope. Mhm. Yes. Wow. I just really love that verse, and you will seek me and find me. Yeah. When you search for me with all your heart. And this don't you beautiful. know that with restoration, <clears throat> that God seeks to restore, mm -hmm. so we have first better relationship with him, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, because I think we humans, we mix it up because we think, well, the problem is within the relationship so I have to go and fix the problem here when really that's yeah. wrong because right. we're not the fixer so we see in our fleshly eyes well this is where the problem's at so this mm -hmm. is where I need to be mm -hmm. when really the problem is that we have to seek after God to be the fixer you know there's a video and I showed it to um, a couple this week it's called um, the nail in the head have you ever seen this video? I think you did show me it, but it's I like two minutes long, it. and it's really about communication between a husband and yeah. a wife. Yeah, and the and it's very funny. Okay. okay, because the wife sits there; she literally has a nail in her head, and the the husband is saying he, he's trying to fix the problem, <laughs> and he keeps saying, "Well, if you would just take the nail out of uh -huh. your head." And she's like, no, you don't understand. I have this aching problem. This my head, my head is hurting, and you know. And he keeps trying to fix the problem, which is the nail. But all it is, she just needs him to listen. Oh. She's not wanting him to fix the right, problem. Right. She just wants her to husband. Yes. To, to listen heard. and to be heard. Right. She just wants to say that she's got a headache. Uh -huh. You know, she's got a pain. Right. Don't don't fix it. Just listen to me. Right. So yeah, I thought that was very, very interesting. Uh -huh. You know. Yeah, because God's the restorer. He's the fixer. He's the fixer. Yeah. We're not. Right. He's the savior. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's really freeing when you start to believe that and trust in Him. Yeah. It's freeing because you got it all on your shoulders. And not trusting in other people. Listen, like, you know, we love people. We love our relationships. Mm -hmm. We love our families. But, I mean, if you're putting 100% trust in people who are sinful, 
and have flaws and expect a hundred percent perfection from them that doesn't that go together happening. it doesn't go to it's, no. not, it's impossible you're right it's impossible you're asking for the impossible but with god mm -hmm. all things are possible right it's with god mm -hmm. absolutely right so jeremiah says you know the lord he he has a plan for us um he knows our every thought mm -hmm. um and if he knows our every thought he's not going to just let us linger out there right but we have to seek after him right you know you have to be close to him to be able to hear mm -hmm. what that is from him yes and he and he promises us that there is hope in our future yeah even if it doesn't look that way come right. on now we got to trust him he put it in here right he said there's a hope for our future right can you imagine living without hope no i i can't Just, i can't imagine going through a crisis and not having the lord in my yeah, life right you know because he's the sustainer right he is you know my gosh i just i i couldn't imagine it'd be real ugly and i well, sadly you would I have no hope yeah and 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 this is why people that don't walk with jesus really have no true hope they'll put in their hope in things that disappoint and that over don't last. and over yeah and they're yeah. in that cycle. Mm -hmm. They're in that cycle. It's a cycle mm -hmm. that that this, the enemy wants you to stay in. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because the enemy doesn't want you to turn to the Lord for right. hope, for restoration. Right. Uh, he doesn't want you to have a plan. He doesn't want you to have a relationship with the Lord. Right. Period. That's his whole goal. Mm -hmm. That's his number one goal. Mm -hmm. So you're allowing so, Satan to win when you stay on that cycle. Yeah. And I just wonder if there's anybody out there who listens. If if you're not right with the Lord or you don't have a relationship with the Lord, man, it's time. Yeah. You know, it's time. Yeah. And really, you just need to believe in Jesus Christ that he died mm -hmm. on that cross. Um, he was... Uh, Wiped away all sin so that yeah. barrier is removed yeah. so you can be in relationship with God now. Yes, and that he was buried and resurrected. Yep. You Christ have to again. believe in that. Conquered death. He did. That's what that scripture means. It's lost its sting. Because I, I love this, that, and, and anybody can dispute this, you, you try it. I like to see you try it, mm -hmm. okay? But... There are other gods, small g, mm -hmm. in the world, but only Jesus Christ has been resurrected. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No yeah. other God has been resurrected. Mm -hmm. I can name a few, but I'll stop. But research that. Yeah. Only Jesus Christ is the only one that has been resurrected to life. Mm -hmm. He's the only one that gives us hope. Mm-hmm. And that we're gonna have, we're gonna live after we die on this yeah. earth. That we're going to be resurrected to live with Him. Yeah, yeah. He's He's the reason why we have a hope even in our eternal 
souls where we go. Yeah. Because we could have, if he didn't do that, we were all condemned to hell. Yeah. But he gave us a, a hope to be in heaven. To live eternally. Yeah. With him. Like he's making our rooms now. Yeah, he is. Yes, he is. Right? Can you imagine that? Oh my goodness. That's going to be great. Yeah. And as believers, we need we need to look we yes. need to look into the future of that. Yeah, it says to keep your eyes on things above. Mm-hmm. Not on the things on the earth, because what is he telling us? This all stuff these goes away. Temporary. Yeah, he's telling us all these things are temporary. Yeah. So why are we putting our hope in the things that God's already saying? These are temporary. You know, this isn't lasting forever. Right. But the things above last forever. Mm-hmm. I know that the rapture is contra- controversial, but the Bible talks about the rapture. Mm-hmm. Um you got to believe that Jesus is coming back. Mm-hmm. Now, here's where it gets sticky. Do you think you're going with them? Right. If you're questioning that, if you're mm-hmm. questioning if Jesus comes back, are you going with him? Right now, right now, check. you've got to mm-hmm. get that right with the Lord because, yeah. you know, we don't know the the day nor the hour that right. he's going to return and and we have to be ready for that return right right because your own good works or your own self is not going to get you there no it's putting your trust and your faith in mm-hmm. jesus christ the one true god and let me just say this too like if you're in church and i know church is different nowadays because of covid but if you're like volunteering left and right and doing all this stuff, that just works. Mm-hmm. That right there is not going to get you to heaven. You have to have a heart relationship with Jesus Christ. He has got to be your Lord and Savior. Mm-hmm. That's right. what's going to get you to mm-hmm. heaven, to live with Him. It's not about, you know, volunteering mm-hmm. or uh, it's really not about... Because none of us are good. Right. It even says in the scripture, even Jesus said, I'm not good. Yeah. And he was perfect. Right. Without sin. Mm-hmm. Sin, don't call me good. Right. The only one that's good is God the Father. That's right. Wow. I know. But hey, I mean, we have Jesus Christ. That saved us. And he has saved us and he brings us back to restoration. Yeah. And... and, and Restoration with the Father is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. So if you have that disconnect, you need restoration with, with yeah. the Lord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really easy. Go before yeah, the Lord. Go, bef- go before the Father and, and ask Him to you know clean your heart. Ask Him um, to... You give know, you a new heart. Give you a give new you heart. a new heart and a new spirit. Yes. To where you're going to desire the things that he desires. Mm -hmm. Because I know people sitting there listening like, I have so much sin, I can't imagine not living without it. And, you know, sin is fun and they love their sin. But God Mm. will change your heart and your mind and thinking and your spirit about that to where you'll look at those things completely differently because your love for Christ is outweighing that sin. That's right. And I mean, if you just go to the scriptures about renewing your mind mm-hmm. and and holding those thoughts captive i mean 
We have to do that all the time. But you can't do that on your throne first and then go to God. Yeah. He's the one that has to do that. So yeah, don't the Holy think, Spirit has to work in you to be able yeah, to do we that. We can't do that. No. So don't don't think I got to get myself all right and fight my own sin. Yeah, because you'll you never can't. do it. Right. You will never, ever do it. Right. You will never, ever be to the point of perfection if you think that's what you have to do to go before the Lord. Right. You know, it says in his word, he wants a broken and contrite spirit. Mm -hmm. And he's near those. He is. He's near the broken and contrite. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. You just have to call out and wholeheartedly seek him. And he'll give you a hope for your future. Yeah. Complete restoration. Yep. Because he is the redeemer. Absolutely. Yeah. Good stuff. Girl, this has been great. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, thank you, Lord. This is awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, we'll do it again next week. Okay. God willing, right? Yep. All righty. Have a good week. Take care. Thank you for joining Dr. Kim and Naomi on Uncomplicated Truth Talk. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. For any comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at askthecounselors at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Uncomplicated Truth Talk.